what's in your mind for you and for I. I'm trying to decide when you look in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, besides, but your feelings inside you. I'm pushing up. Ladies and gentlemen. Episode 23. We are back in action. You're listening to Inside the RV. This is a podcast about, I mean, if you've been listening, you already know, but to the new people, this is a podcast about entrepreneurship, work ethic, self-development, and becoming the best version of yourself. You're joined, of course, by your two oh-so-lovely, gracious, modest hosts, Jacob Moore and Ryan Ramirez. Jacob Moore and Ryan Ramirez, and here we are. We are an artist and artist manager duo looking to take over the music industry and with we're going to tell you guys with beards we're two <laughs> bearded men who just happen to both have beards and we're looking to take over the music industry and we're sharing our stories of success failure the goods and the bads and everything in between and today i'm really excited because we've got another guest everyone we bring on has some sort of amazing value that they can bring that me and ryan both see and you know they're people that we're happy to build relationships with and continue building relationships with so today we got a guest we got a guest today on inside the rv we have an extremely talented music artist from southern california his songs transcend the boundaries of a single genre and dive into the depths of r&b funk hip-hop and more and are tied together with his eccentric use of melodic structure and smooth vocal style. To top it all off, he is a great human being, an amazing person, a guy I'm very glad I connected with. Everybody, please welcome Benzer. Yes, sir. Hello, 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 everyone. Yeah, this yeah, is brother. Benzer. <laughs> oh, word up. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, what's up, what's up? Yeah, um, I'm just really happy and glad that I'm on the inside the RV, actually. I was telling, I was telling both uh, Ryan and Jacob that... It's literally my dream to own an RV. Yeah. It's crazy, man. So yeah. just to be in an RV, I'm like, yo, this is really dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The vibes are right. Yeah, yeah no, the, the vibes get correct in here. And right when you walked in, you were like, bro, this place <laughs> is sick, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. I, I think it's a good vibe in here. And thank you for coming in, man. Of course, I, man. I appreciate it, you know. So kind of want to start off. Um, we usually try to like just ask kind of like a random question or something like that. Okay. I think... Uh, Last time, I can't even remember what we asked Julio, but I wanted to start it off. What's your favorite food, bro? Ooh. Uh, I, I've already thought about this. I already know it. Yeah. I've, I've always said to my people, I'm like, dude, if I ever die and you got to put on my gravestone, it's going to be, you never go wrong with a burger. For real. So it's a burger. Yeah. You really never go wrong with a burger. So I love that, bro. That's, I, I want to hear what your answer is on an In-N-Out burger, though. Bro, In-N-Out... <laughs> Value, flavor, quality. Okay. That is what you want in a burger. All so the above. That's, got, that's what it is. Yeah. Also, I'm biased, though, because I'm from Southern, Calif- Southern yeah. California, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I love In-N-Out. Yeah. That's I had, what it is. I had someone one time, they were like, have you been to Whataburger? I was like, yeah, I went, what? fuck Whataburger. <laughs> that shit is not, we, we got it when we were in Arizona. We met up with some people, and we were like on our way back, and I went to Whataburger, and I was like, this is, the guy in the, in the drive-thru uh-huh. ser- serving me up, he was like, dude, in and out, he's like, you're gonna love this, and it wasn't that good. <laughs> no, I even like okay, Shake Shack's like okay, but Shake like it's pretty good. I never tried Shake Shack, so I don't know. But I'm like, eh, it's all right. It's like expensive. Yeah, it's really no, it expensive. Is. It is. I think I went there one time for and like a burger, fries, and a drink. It was like 15 bucks or something crazy like that. You could literally have two In and Out meals with yeah. that. So yeah. I don't know. I go, always go for value. That's what I go for, man. In and Out. Where's the sponsorship? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So you're from SoCal. Where are you from originally? 
Um, like ethnically, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take me back, bro. I want you to take me back. <laughs> All right. So my mom, um, and dad. Uh, no, they're they're both from the Philippines. So I'm Filipino. Okay. Um, and I was born in LA. Mm-hmm. I was actually the first one born mm-hmm. um, in America. So it was re- it's really dope just to yeah, have amazing. that honor. Um, you know, coming from Filipino immigrants, like you already know, immigrants have that mindset of like, oh, I gotta work hard for my kid and yeah, all that. Yeah. So. I definitely got that from them. Um, um, but yeah, I was born in LA, but then I moved to uh, Roland Heights when I was like three or four. I've grown up there ever since, man. So, Are you the only musician in your family or, or did anyone from the Philippines play music or, or anything like that? No, nah, not really. I mean, my dad always grew up, uh, my parents grew up like singing in choir and stuff yeah. at church. And my dad, um, yeah, he always, he plays guitar. He's not like amazing at guitar, but like he's, he, he could Play some chords, whatever yeah. like that. And hey man, Filipinos can sing. No, for real. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what's in the genes, bro. But I feel like every time I go to like a Filipino party, every family member's on the karaoke and they all sound good, bro. That's the thing. <laughs> they all sound good. Yep. Yeah. That's a Filipino staple, a karaoke yeah. machine, a magic scene. That's yeah. what it is, man. And lumpia. That, that, <laughs> I, that, I love that. That bro. shit hits. The lechon, Le- all that, bro. I love. Uh, <laughs> We're homies. That that's that's all you guys gotta know. Yeah. <laughs> that's dope, man. That's dope. So when was like your first experience with music? You said your dad played a little bit of guitar? Yeah, so my dad my dad's always been like he always sings, like we'll be in he'll be in the shower and I'll hear him singing, you know? And then <laughs> um like just during like little get togethers and stuff, he's always playing guitar. So I guess that's like my first like introduction to music. Like he loves the Beatles. Oh. Um and what's really funny is like in the Philippines, like they only get like the most popular things, but like they get it like three or four years later. So like the the Miami Heat just won the cha- the 2014 championship uh-huh. there. Like they just it just streamed there. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh, I was like, I was like, I don't know about that, dude. Yeah. I was gonna no, be like, Are you sure? No, I'm playing. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. So like, he loved like the Beatles, um, the Bee Gees. Like, yeah. dude, like that was like popping. Like, he grew yeah. up. He grew up like in the 70s, yeah. right? So like, like those ballads and stuff like that. That's why I really love like mm-hmm. ballads on mm-hmm. guitar. I love yeah. um, like disco stuff, funk, yeah. and all that. So I really got that from him. I I just love. Just music in general. Yeah. yeah. And that. it's it's that's reflected in your music. Yeah, for Every, sure. Everything I listen to from you, man, is like super good stuff. Definitely like funk, kind of R&B inspired, good good stuff like that. It kind of gives me like this oldies feel, but I feel like sometimes you, you got like this flow and this delivery that's like very modern. Yeah, man, it's good stuff. You got a great sounding voice. And I remember when we, so we actually met through the music industry club, right? We met on like Slack or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I told you that. I met Benzer because we... I actually hit you up. Yeah, yeah, we were both in the same Slack channel and then for the music industry club at school. Okay. And then he like hit me up. He's like, hey, let's just connect, whatever. And I was like, meet me in the SRC, <laughs> three o'clock sharp. And we sat down and had a good ass conversation. I know. He had, he had glasses stuff. on. It was like, yeah. it, it was a shady dark area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had a trench coat on and shit. <laughs> like I was going to flash him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like in my work shirt <laughs> or something. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. That's cool. So what, what kind of inspired you to like drop your first single? Or your first song ever. Like, tell us about that. Was it on SoundCloud, Spotify? Because you got a good pop in Spotify and a website and all this good, like, great shit. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah um, but I got to let everyone know first. Uh-huh. You're not always going to put out the good stuff first. You 100%. always got to put the crap out first before you get the, the good stuff in. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So uh, my first ever song was actually called Sold On You. I made that on my freaking, I made that on my iPad on GarageBand with my homie, uh, shout out my homies Raf and Andrew. Mm-hmm. Met them in Filipino club in college. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's like my first ever like drop. I dropped that on SoundCloud. <clears throat> um, but yeah, like the first the first time I ever wanted to make music was with them. I was like, Hey, I kind of I kind of like how music makes me feel. I kind of like how that um I like how that sounds. Let me kind of emulate it or something. Yeah. I mean, but it wasn't the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like you like it's all the keys are like quantized so like yeah. everything's it like super in time yeah. so it's like robotic. No feel. No feel. <laughs> yeah, <bro. laughs> but like hey, you could add the feel in now like yeah. with all that processing. Yeah. But um yeah, I didn't I had no idea how to like exactly use that and all that. But um, yeah, that was like my first experience putting that out, and then ever since then, I was like, people, people like really supported me and stuff. That's what I really love, and um, um, people supporting me, like even though it sucks, <laughs> um, but that like pushed me to be better, and yeah, that's what I'm trying to do right right now. Yeah, exactly. So, would you say you have like a pretty good following, like a good fan base since your first release? Like, how how has that been building the fan base? Where do you stand with that now? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, you always got to start off with your friends and family. Like, yeah, literally course, no one 100%. else will yeah. <laughs> support you, right? Um, and through that, I mean, there's word of mouth. Mm-hmm. But then after that, you kind of have to go out of your way mm-hmm. and meet new people, mm-hmm. right? So with with that, yeah, I, I started off with, like, friends and family. It kind of sucked, though. Like, my first, like, show was a freaking pay-to-play show. Like, oh, That's sell... We've sell, all done it. We've all bro, done it. sell these tickets and you'll... <laughs> You'll play yeah. in if front of your friends and family, like okay. Or, or if you don't sell them all, you gotta pay. The you gotta rest pay. Of them. Yeah, 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 dude. Oh my goodness, that was terrible. I actually saw that happen when I my first my first performance at House of Blues. I saw that happen to some kid. Like he freaking his homie lost his tickets, and his dad and he was like, oh, I don't know what to do. And and then the freaking the the booking agent was uh-huh. like, sorry man, you gotta pay it. And then his wow. dad. Freak, I, I heard him say like that's a thousand bucks oh my god swiped bro. his card thousand bucks right there and then that kid was never heard of again never <laughs> I mean it was hype but it was like he's playing in front of like his own people so it's yeah. like there's no really real way to like grow you know what yeah, I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm sorry real quick I meant like his dad took him and killed him or something <laughs> like that yeah no I, did, I didn't mean like I wasn't trying to shit on him as an artist I mean his dad was like alright let's go <laughs> like, we're leaving I, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's such a common like going into the, into the pay to play type stuff I, I've seen that like so common within a lot of bands and like artists in the community of like Orange County mm-hmm. because I was in bands too where we had to pay to play and stuff like when I was growing up and stuff and yeah. it's like it's just like this never ending cycle of like the same like 10 family members that come the same five friends and it's like hard to break out of like that cycle exactly man. you know what i'm saying especially like when when they're paid like shows people got to pay for for tickets it's like yeah you get supporters who are like supporting you but it's really hard to like it takes a whole like another uh skill to get like someone to pay for a ticket yeah for you yeah. To, for, for real like if it's crazy if if like they're not really rocking with they're just like supporting you but they're not really like oh your music is so dope i want to spend what X yeah. amount of dollars on that show because I'm here for you yeah. for the music. You know what I mean? It's like I'll stream your song, but I don't know if I'm gonna buy it. Exactly, exactly. Oh, a stream and a and a and a 
song purchase or like or a, a ticket purchase. E- even all three of those are like completely different things and indicate different things, which is crazy. You know, yeah. I feel like pay to play is good if you have the fan base that's willing to pay. Oh, for sure. You know for what sure. I'm saying? Like shit, dude. Like if you can pay 500 bucks to House of Blues and you know you're gonna sell two grand worth of tickets or whatever i don't even know if those numbers i don't know how big i've never been there i'm just talking shit you know but uh then it's like okay that's cool yeah and that works but i think like when you're really really getting started like and we've all been there what we just talked about it's easy to be like oh fuck dude like 300 bucks worth of ticket sales like that's not that much i could get some people to buy it like have my parents buy it or this or that yeah, or whatever yeah. and like um like my, I'm pretty sure my brother did pay to play shows. Like when he played in a band growing up, and like yeah, I think it's, it's almost it's, like a rite of passage. No, for like yeah. you gotta know, you gotta know that you got scammed before you get scammed. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I never, I didn't really look at it like that, until, so I did one of my homies, uh, because so, my homie uh, Joshua Tree, mm-hmm. he does music too. So I played in his for his show, and I was like, oh, bro, it's not even that bad. <laughs> and then when I did mine, I'm like, dang, I really sold a thousand plus worth of tickets, and I'm like getting like what a hundred a hundred bucks from yeah. this yeah. like yeah what is going on like i'll just throw my own you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like that that's what really that's what really like made me think i'm like dang like if you really got people that like rock with your music and support you what's the point of this pay to play yeah i think that's something dope that you just said like why not do it myself mm-hmm. and i feel like that's how the industry is getting it like obviously over the past couple of years especially with like russ and all that type of stuff it's become so diy you know i mean if if you have the resources, I just want to tell everybody, like, if you have a garage and you live with your parents or whatever, ask, be like, hey, can I, like, invite a bunch of people <laughs> over and just have my band play or whatever? Like, do what you can. Yeah. Like, like we did Ryan's um, uh, listening party for his first album in January 2019 in there. And there we, just in, we just invited a shitload of people. It's like, yeah, we could rent a place out, like, whatever. But we had everybody literally in his pad. We played the whole thing, and then he performed. And it was just, like, it was dope, and it was... It was pretty much free. I don't think we even really, like, bought anything. No, it was free, yeah. Yeah, we, like, didn't even buy anything. And that was a cool, like, community-building, like, fan engagement thing that's amazing. Was there, like, random people as well, like... Just fans, yeah, or just there's some a couple people that were random, yeah. but like friends of friends, you know. What I mean? That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, see, even that, yeah, that's really dope. Yeah, and sometimes that's the initial seed that you need to kind of like get things to start building. Mm-hmm. I feel like, dude, this whole COVID thing sucks because there is just nothing that compares to a live show. There, there's no nothing that will build trust between the audience and the the artist and all that more than a live show. Mm-hmm. It's it's uncomparable. Also, it's kind of whack because. Zoom definitely kills your freaking quality of like, yeah, your quality of sound. Yeah, and I, I just did I just did a show on Zoom mm-hmm. this Saturday, and my friend, <clears throat> I asked my friend, I was like, dude, so how did how did it feel? He was like, uh-huh. bro, everything was good and balanced, but the quality, the sound quality yeah. just sucked. Yeah, and right. I was like, dang man, that's such yeah. a waste. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, like I definitely love and miss like live performances right now. Yeah, that's man. that's the main thing right now. Yeah. What is art form six two six? What is Artform 626? So Artform 626 is uh, one of my platforms that I um, kind of started. Um, I haven't been very consistent with it um, just because I've been busy like just doing music stuff. But um, it's it's really a platform for all artists to kind of just kind of just build and kind of get to know each other. Um, it's more like a blog spot, um, similar to like Voyage LA. Um, I kind of I kind of thought of the idea when I was talking to one of my friends named um, Anthony Culpepper. Culpepper, he goes by AJ Vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was telling me um, like, dude, there's so much there's so much talent in the six two six area, encompassing like kind of where I live, like mm-hmm. Roland Heights, Covina, mm-hmm. um, like Chino Hills ish. Not not really, but like mm-hmm. that that general area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're like, dude, 
like what's the point of us like driving all the way out to LA to yeah. find these gigs and all that when all of you know all of our homies are here who have the talent we have photographers videographers artists mm-hmm. you know painters mm-hmm. tattoo artists and stuff like that and that uh, I I thought of that I'm like man I really want to showcase people that are like hidden in the in the 626 area and put them on mm-hmm. and with that build a community that can bring each other up, you know, because that's the main thing um, with like us as like small art, independent artists, right? Mm-hmm. You got to build a community around you, build build something from the way from 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 down to up. Yeah. Because like yeah yeah, it's nice to reach for the stars. Like oh let me let me get a collab with uh, Kalani. <laughs> yeah. But like you're not gonna mm-hmm. get that right away. You know what I mean? Or gotta pay a big bag. <laughs> you gotta you gotta pay a, <laughs> a lot of money. But um, yeah, that's the main thing was like just to build. I guess build my network, but also at the same time build a community of people that know each other through this network. I'm trying to get back on it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to get back on that tonight. Yeah. So is, is that the IE 626? The IE? No, it's like right next to the 626. 626 oh. is like like Roland Heights, um, West Covina, Azusa, Pasadena. What, what county is that? LA County. It's just oh, it's just okay. part parts of LA it's County. On the edge of it. Yeah, it's like really like on the like suburb okay. outskirts of uh, LA County. Got it. But yeah, that's the main thing that I want to do with six two six and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, man. Man. yeah, it's um, I think him and I are coming to realize more and more every single day the importance of building a community and engaging with fans and not even fans, but just like your overall circle relationships with like people in the industry like friends and family everything like building a community around what you're doing is so important because even in the last episode see we we talk about like we talk about a lot of the same shit because it all applies for sure it's like in the last episode we were talking about how you when you build a community everybody has this common interest right it's communal and so everybody feels like they're a part of something exactly and that has power dude that totally has power i read um even, even another thing, I was just like reading things on the internet, or I might have read it in that, that copywriting book I let you borrow, but people love to get behind a cause. Mm-hmm. When you say, hey, I, I need a million streams be- because of this, not just because I want to be an artist, but because you can help me do this. You tap into people emotionally. That's the thing is in a community, people share an emotion, yeah. a characteristic, and an interest. And dude, that is like in the world of followers and likes and all that shit like i told ryan i would rather have him have ten thousand followers and you know five thousand of them are hyped and part of the community and willing to buy his stuff and willing to spend money on him and willing to be a writer than a hundred thousand followers and a thousand of them really rock with him like i could care less about the number no for sure i I want i want the true community and the true fans because Like I said, it's powerful. People share a common interest. And people like to hop on things that other people are doing. It's like an exponential growth, dude. You get that Mm -hmm. first thousand. The second thousand is coming way easier. Mm -hmm. And the third thousand, and it's going to keep compounding and building like that. So I I feel like I see a lot of artists try to um, jump over that and kind of get to that Kehlani feature and all that without really having the solid, solid foundation that an artist Mm -hmm. needs. Mm-hmm. that's what you see a lot of that's why i feel like a lot of people are going independent i guess right mm-hmm. you see a lot of that happen because um there's just people that actually care about what you're doing you know what i mean like i see with you like there's mm-hmm. people that really care about ryan ramirez inside the rv shout out inside yeah, yeah. the rv <laughs> shout out, hey, our insiders bro there you yeah, go like that's, that's what he came up with the that's inside. that's what it is man no yeah you you really got to have people that like 
honestly rock with you. And you yeah. and the main thing is too, I, I always think of this now. Like you gotta have people that will tell you if your stuff sucks. Yep. You gotta have you got you can't have any yes men around. You gotta have the people that tell you, hey, maybe you gotta improve on the vocals. Maybe the music just sucks. Like maybe mm-hmm. kinda shift a little towards this way. I mean like to the point where it's like not changing you, but mm-hmm. maybe like you just need to be honest with yourself. You know what I mean? So 100%. that's what you need. Excuse me. See, the Trulies <laughs> make me burp, man. I don't know what it is. And that's that's something that him and I have become so accustomed to because we work with a, a creative director and choreographer named Styx, who's our really good friend mm-hmm. and one of our great team members. And he is, like, honest with us. Like, very honest. Very but he, honest. But, bro, <laughs> if... if, if if you're going to take advice from someone, they got to have the shit to back it up. Like, oh, for like sure. he's got it. For sure. He's yeah, got the experience. Sure. He's got everything. But th- that guy has taught me to like put my ego aside and just be like, you know, it- it's okay to take advice from people who have the credentials and who can give you like you, you would be in their shoes. You would trade places with them. Like, I think like, look at, look at his experience. Would I like to be there someday? Yes. Okay. I'll take his advice. Yeah. And one you thing know? I realized about that too, is like when somebody's really honest with you, and you get like hurt and like offended and like you kind of get defensive even even if it's just in your mind that's how you know that they're right because if w- that truth hurts you know what I'm no, saying no of like, course yeah i've been through that so many times like at, coming up even way before this a couple years ago i i had a huge ego like as an artist and shit cuz i grew up like in a positive environment where like family was always like you're so good like your friends all friends were like you're so good cuz we grew up in the same uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or, or like in choir, when i was in choir like you're so good like you're going to make it and i had this thing in me of like oh like i'm talented i'm going to make it right but then once i got into the real world and the real industry it's like i had that ego and it was holding me back like so much cuz i knew i thought that like oh i'm just going to get discovered I could sit back. I'm talented, and it'll happen for me. Discovered. Exactly. <laughs> we talked about that before too, man. Yeah. Exactly, That's and it's so funny. But it's like when I took that veil away and started surrounding myself myself with Jacob and Sticks and other people in my life who were honest. That's what really pushed me to like get even better. So I think it's always getting over that hurdle. You know what I mean? Bro, that's the main thing too. That's so funny. Like we literally have like the same life. Like I grew yeah. up. I I sang in high school choir too. That's okay. so funny. And everybody praised you. Yeah, in no. choir, yeah. I was like, I, cause like I was into like show choir. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you want to dance after you this? Guys, what are you doing after this? Bro? <laughs> yeah, y'all could y'all could look me up after uh, Roland in Fusion 2013 to 2016. What? <laughs> I, I was in Harmonic Fusion. <laughs> You cut from the same cloth, Yo, bro. That's Damn. hilarious. No, because like, dude, in my my mindset was like, dude, we've talked about this before. Like, oh, maybe I'll get discovered. Like, dude, that is that is not even a thing. I mean, maybe like, very very, like rare, yeah. but like, most people that get like quote unquote discovered, like they already have their base. Like they they've built they've built yeah. their way there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what I've kind of found out. Like. Right now, even yeah. right now, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I realized about myself too is like, I don't even, I don't even think that like now that I'm more mature and older, I wouldn't have ever wanted to be discovered because I feel like if you get discovered at a young age and you don't know what you're doing and you don't really, you're not really familiar with the industry, like there's like a certain amount of control that you'll you, listen to anything. Yeah, like you, like you lose that control, and like I've always been one. I feel like we've both been like this. Like we need like like a certain amount of control in like the career. Because, like, as, like, an entrepreneur, it's, like, you want to be able to know, like, what you're getting into, the knowledge, the people you're doing deals with. Like, you want, like, I, I kind of value, like, this path even more now. 
because it's like I want to make sure I know exactly what's going on throughout the career, you know. So I don't know if you're like that too. It seems like you are. No, I love, dude. Yeah, I'm like I'm like always thinking. I'm like, man, I really just love how open I can be with people. Yeah, and like. I can work with whoever, you know what I mean? Like when you sign something, it's like, oh, you can't, you can't work, uh, you can't put out something on your own for X amount of years or X amount of mm-hmm. albums or something. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm kind of gearing, I'm, I'm kind of shifting towards like, man, I kind of want to do everything on my own and all that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's totally possible. And I think we all know the power of social media, man. Mm-hmm. We, we all know how truly powerful it is. If you can get past the damn algorithm and the advertisements <laughs> and everything that are holding you down. And the robots yeah. and the AI. Yeah, yeah, and all that. But yeah, I think it's, I mean, I, I just don't like take excuses anymore from upcoming artists, from people who want to do something artistic or whatever. I'm just like, dude, the playing field is pretty damn level. You got mm-hmm. the internet, you, you, and it's up to you to build your fan base. Mm-hmm. Like you said, even if you do get discovered, it's kind of like, on Ryan's take, one, you could get taken advantage of and effed, and then kind of on your take, it's like, well, you would want to do everything yourself anyways. You know, like, why? Why? So if you have the ability to go out and do your own thing and really be in control, the only thing that's stopping you is having that core fan base. So, like, why would you not take advantage of, like, social media and even even kind of traditional marketing methods like going out with... I don't know, like a thousand business cards at, at the Staples Center and just walking by people like, yo, <laughs> let, let me talk to you. Like okay, so, yeah, yeah, so Ryan and I... Uh, Have you guys done that? No, no. <laughs> no, we, we busked, not, not like which that, wasn't... Oh, yeah, we haven't done that. But it's hard nowadays, too, because uh, people don't want to get yeah. close, you know? But it's whatever. <laughs> but um, so we both follow this rapper named Dax. And I know of him through Ryan, and we met him a couple times and talked to him and stuff. And what did what did you tell me? He said, if if you can talk to a million people... Oh, uh, he's like, if I can talk to a million people, like, if I can literally talk to you, like, on DMs or whatever, like, I, I can blow up, or I can I can become popular mm-hmm. and create my own fan base mm-hmm. just by talking to people, and they like, they're aware of what I do, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that's literally what he did, and I watched this guy go, like, a couple years ago, he had, what, like, 90k followers or 100k yeah, on Instagram, and he started going hard on social bro like he would post about it like multiple times a day oh i'm gonna dm x amount of people i need you all to send this to whatever and i literally think this guy spent a year dming like a million people and now he's got like Um, he has a million followers now he has a million followers now 20 30 million views on his youtube videos like like he he did it you know what i'm saying at least he did what he said he was gonna do and he got those followers and all that stuff in the fan base so and that's from individually conversing like mm-hmm. that is building a community no exactly mm-hmm. exactly you gotta you really gotta i guess like care obviously you know yeah. what i mean like because i feel like when like you're really big i mean I'm, i don't i don't know every freaking big artist but um there, there's times when like even like i guess like let's just say for like someone like lebron james like uh-huh. one photo with that person that that kid on the sideline, that means a lot. You know what I mean. So even just responding, like something as little as responding yeah. to a freaking DM, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's so that means something. You know what I mean yeah, to someone. Like as little little as it is, mm-hmm. I always just respond. You know what I mean. Yeah, man. Give, bring some 100%. value to them as they as they like say something nice to you. You know what I mean. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I think I think the the thing with that was that people really thought, oh, if I want to be a popular artist. I got to create some kind of mystery for myself. I know. You know what I'm saying? And I was like that. So I, I'll admit, I was thinking like that too because uh-huh. I wanted to, I wanted to win. So I was like, you know what? I got to be more mysterious. I got to figure out a way to get people interested and more engaged in what I do. Um, but I realized, like we realized, like, yo, like social media now is like, has like taken down the veil. 
Like, there's no more mystery. Like, you need to be accessible. And, like, you almost got to be, like, the coolest guy in the room. You know what I'm saying? And be cool with everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's it's almost kind of um, comforting to know, like, okay, cool. Like, I just need to talk to people and build that fan base. And then you go out and do it. It's like, this is a little harder than I thought. <laughs> this, is, this is a little harder than I thought. But, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's It's one of those things where... Like I said, I think it does get kind of overlooked, but the people that truly can build a community and build people who all share that. what See, that's the thing is like the world is so much bigger than a lot of other people think. Like there's TikTok has like 500 million monthly users or some some crazy shit. Crazy. Or it might have been insane. like daily or weekly. I forget what I read. Like Facebook's got like a billion monthly users or whatever it is. Like guys, first off, the internet is huge and not even 100% of the world uses the internet. So beyond- you know, That's honestly so like mind boggling to me. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It's so like, crazy to me still. You think everybody's got a computer. No. Like people in the rainforest got oh fucking MacBooks <laughs> and shit. You know? You know? But the internet is so much bigger than we all think because we're, we're only exposed to that niche of what, of what we're interested in. Yeah because yeah. that's what the algorithm that's sends the al- us algorithm, yeah. beyond that sorry one sec beyond that the world is huge so it's like to all these people saying like i don't know how i could do it or build a community or whatever it's like if you don't think that there's people out there that share an interest with you you're wrong there's pre- there's there's millions of people that would fuck with your music you just have to tap into them it's true. same yeah. for him you know and it's just like I don't know. I feel like people get this ego, and again, like I was like this too. That's why I, that's why I'm passionate about it because I'm trying to change people's mindset about it. Whoever's listening, like people think like, oh, like I'm gonna be very strategic with like how I post things, or like I'm gonna, I'm I'm not gonna drop my song or my EP for like six months because I'm gonna. It's like, dude, what what you just said, like the internet is so big, bro. Like you're literally an ant in the internet. Like it's crazy. I, I'm an ant in the internet. You're an ant in the internet. It's like. <laughs> What makes you think that you're going to be strategic about your, your Instagram posts? Like one that one great post every week or whatever, like that you're going to put a dent in, in the internet and like you're going to make it, you're going to make a wave. Like, nah, like you got to be out there, like trying to get your name out there. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. That really hit me like hard yeah. recently. So yeah. yeah. What, what social media channels do you use like on daily? Daily? Um, Obviously, Instagram. I feel like for at least like our music and our um, target audience, I guess, that's like my main thing. So that's like what I'm mostly on. Yeah. And um, Twitter, I'm just I'm just on there for like, for laughs. Yeah, for, for the memes. <laughs> for, for, it's, uh, for a break, you know, for a break. For, for a break. Break from Twitter's this. Twitter's tough, huh? It's mean. They're mean. Twitter, yeah. Twitter's unfiltered. Twitter's. No. How, how, like, how do you do on Twitter? Like, as far as, like, promoting your stuff? Promoting stuff, I only promote, like, when it's there. Like, yeah. I'm not, I don't, like, build up on Twitter. I don't, I don't think that's where, I don't, I, personally, I don't think that's where my kind of stuff yeah, would, like, reach, you know what I mean? What, what was the first, like, like, thing you posted ever? Like, I know you probably remember, like, you were like, all right, I'm gonna post my song. <laughs> if it doesn't get over triple digits, my life's over right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my first thing, my first thing. It was literally a photo of myself with the with the title of it over me. And I was like, hey, um, this is my first ever song. If you guys want to check it out, it would it would mean a lot. And people shared that. And it was not the best thing though. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That's what I mean though. Like people like building those relationships, you know what I mean? Like people still like support you. Yeah. And from that you grow and that's what I mean by you gotta put the crap out first mm-hmm. and then you'll get the good stuff. Now, in. Okay, let me ask you because I'm curious because this is what happened to me. 
on your very first song, very first cover or post or whatever it was, because of all like your hype and choir and everything, like did you get a lot more love on that first thing? <laughs> no, and, actually, like, yeah, that's actually insane. But and then it kind of like you started posting more and it kind of went down. Like people got less interested. Yeah. But then you slowly got it back up. But that no. first post was like everyone was on you. That my okay my first like singing because okay that was my first uh, like original song. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. My first like singing song was like it was a Daniel C- Daniel Caesar best best part cover or something. Yeah. I got I got a bunch of comments and stuff, and then I was like, "Oh shoot, maybe I should do more." Yeah. And then you see it dwindling down and like <laughs> falling <laughs> off a little bit. But then after that, like, you started making your own. You're getting better. You know what I mean? I mean, because like obviously that one was like it's literally me and a guitar. That's like not the best quality, not the yeah, best audio raw. quality. Yeah, super raw. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like you you learned to like I, I learned how to like edit some videos. Oh, maybe like let, let's make it more visually appealing to like yeah, someone that's gonna watch it or something, you know what I mean? Mm. And I don't know. That's how that's just how it got better. I feel yeah. What's the team you rock with? Who's who's kinda your, your right hand guy or girl or whatever? Yeah, man. Shout out uh Jonathan Edwards on bass. Um he's always he's always there with me live. Um Joshua Tree, always there on guitar. Mm-hmm. Chase on drums live. Eric Reyes live, and um, yeah, actually, so Eric was really a big part of my first EP. Um, he was kind of like learning at the same time to Ableton, mm-hmm. um, but he was like one of the first people that like kind of taught me the the ropes of like just production in general. Like he he has some sound engineering school background. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, bro, what's uh, EQ? What's compressing? What yeah, is all yeah. this? And like, he's the, he was like the first one to tell me like, yeah, man, here's this. Here's what it does. Oh, if you, if you do, uh, if you subtract a little off the 50, off the 50 hertz or something, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. It'll, yeah. Cut, it'll make it clear or something. Um, so he, he helped me, he helped me a lot with that. And then he had some production on my second EP deuce. Mm-hmm. And like, man, like that's what, that's, what's really dope. Like, building with like i said like just building with the same people like you really get better mm-hmm. as as time goes on as well like mm-hmm. obviously i would say like the first one was like not like my <laughs> best stuff yeah <laughs> looking at like my old projects i'm like man i really but, I but really... at the time though it was fire no, though, exactly huh? <laughs> that's what i always sound like yo at the time this was, was fire this was yeah. fire <laughs> and looking back at it i'm like uh, i mean it still holds up a little bit yeah. but it's like i don't want to play it in front of anyone <laughs> yeah now it, now it's like cringeworthy to do, listen to do you feel like with your old songs um the idea of it was dope still dope to you no but, it's but still it, yeah, yeah but it's just like the mix or like the vocal or like the little details was the part that's off for to you sure right for sure like so I feel like my ideas are really dope. Just the yeah. execution of the ideas there you go. Okay. isn't yeah. great because, like, like I said, you're 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 constantly learning. Yeah, and like at that point, I was like barely learning. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I I could say like that. Yeah, that wasn't like my best stuff. Like, but now, like I learned how to like record better or like sing that note better or uh, yeah. have my friend mix it better or something. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm just really grateful for. Just those people right now, man. That's dope, that's man. Dope. That's, that's what I felt too about um, like the 21 and over album. Like I feel like the like the songs themselves are dope, but like the mix sucks. <laughs> like my vocals could have been way better. Yeah. Like just like the execution. So mm-hmm. that's why I asked that. I wanted to see if we related on that. <laughs> hey, as long as those ideas keep coming and you yeah, can yeah. improve your 
you can match your skill to the the output of that idea or the energy that idea has and surpass that man mm-hmm. like that's that's awesome when you finally learn ableton or whatever tool you're idea, using man. or anything enough to where you can like take that idea and now make it like 50 times better mm-hmm. you know sometimes you have an idea and you put it down and you're like this is worse than in my head <laughs> Like, I had more layers in my head than yeah. I do right now, you know? Yeah. So, so when you performed at Cal State Fullerton that one time and I, I pulled up when I was on shift, I think when Nick played with you. Yeah, Nick played with when me. When Nick played with you. Oh so, my gosh, so, that was, like, not great, though. Really? <laughs> that, that performance or what? Yeah, just my, my, my personal performance. I mean, everyone else did great. I just felt like I was, like, nervous. And it was hot. Like, I was, like, yeah, I was man. literally dripping sweat. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was, that was a hot-ass day, man. So, like, aside from that show where, shout out to Nick, who plays drums in my band, Arrogant Magician. Hey, Arrogant Magician. Yeah, shout out. Do, do, do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out Nick. So, aside from that show, it's usually that crew that you mentioned earlier, like, yeah. always on the live Dude, shows. Cr- like, sometimes when I'm, like, I'm, like, on, I'm playing live, I'm, like, man, I feel like I'm backing them up compared to them <laughs> backing me up. Because, wow. like, yo, like, my, my homie Jonathan, like, that dude's, like, little prodigy bro yeah. on bass like he's crazy man that's dope but yeah i'm like i'm just thankful for like that's the thing too like I'm, that's what i said like there's so many hidden there's so much hidden talent yeah that that needs to be like put out there mm-hmm. like sometimes you just need to give that person a put like my, my homie jared don he goes by don jay like he's always like bro i don't want to perform and i'm like dude perform with like he's on one of my songs called syrup i'm like bro perform with me right now yeah he's like I don't know, man. And then when he did it, he was like, bro, thank you so much. Yeah. Like, that was, like, probably one of the best experiences of my life. I'm like, dude, I told you, man. Like, it's sometimes awesome. you got to give someone else a push. You know it's what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that, that's what I love to do with other people, man. Oh, I yeah. think I think you give other people a push, too, when other people see that you have a fan base and a community. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I've, you know had people come up who i haven't seen in a while they're like dude that is so dope that like ryan's got a little fan base like you guys are building your thing like that's what's up and they'll give me some knuckles and i'm like oh my gosh like they'll tell me that inspires me and it's like damn like i just inspired or influenced someone because other people are influenced like i said it's that compounding thing like when when people see other people get excited about something it transfers and it and it just builds and builds upon that type of stuff man and i think you you supplement that energy and that that growth and that hype by just continually putting yourself in front of your community Mm -hmm. so like the thing we were saying like you know ryan and i used to be like bro you're gonna be like mj untouchable like like (laughs) mysterious as fuck yeah you know what i'm saying like mysterious whatever but now it's like with how the internet works with how people's attention spans are and what we're used to like what our generation is used to with social media we're used to instant gratification we're used to seeing behind the scenes in david dobrik's life and all these other people's lives and stuff (laughs) so when you don't give that to people they're like that's not enough for me i don't like bye You know, I think, I think some artists, I think anything's possible. I think there's going to be an artist that for sure pulls off that like more mysterious type, like superstar shit. It has to be their vibe though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. That has to be like who they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like all dark and mysterious and shit or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, um, music industry's tough nowadays, man. It's, it's a little tough, but. Let's talk about that. It, well, we can actually, let's, let's talk about music industry on your end. I got some, some stats here. I'm scared. Some, I'm nervous. You've got um, over the course of 2020, Benzer had nearly 20,000 streams, a thousand hours of playtime, almost a thousand hours of playtime, and listeners in over 40 countries on Spotify alone, bro. Okay, that's not just your friends. <laughs> that, that, that's not just your friends. What, what do you mean? No, I know. I know over uh, <laughs> the thousand people, bro. I got a, I got a beer with 10,000 people yesterday. What the fuck are you talking about, bro? How did that? 
like was that huge to you did that blow you away is that kind of like the regular numbers dude, or what what's that like the first time i saw like dude the first time i saw like over 500 listeners i was like what's going on is this so did i pay for something did i yeah, like, yeah. pay for followers or something no but um yeah dude shout out to my marketing team itzel and karen um like i said there is you can't always reach for the stars i mean you should reach for the stars like dream wise but yeah you gotta you gotta be grounded you know what i mean like so what what our kind of plan was was like yo let's hit up some blog spots that can like give us some traction and stuff like that mm-hmm. and that's exactly what we did you know hit up hit up some blog spots that were kind of um similar to what my sound was like r&b mm-hmm. soul hip-hop stuff like that some contemporary stuff and um we kind of gained some traction off of that. And um, to be honest, though, there was like there was a point where I was like, I can't I kind of think this is just the algorithm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like sometimes it just like blew out, blew up out of nowhere. Like there was one point where it was like, oh, here's like a hundred plus, 200 plus listeners that day. And I'm like, what the heck? I didn't even had it. How? You know what I mean? So, I mean, sometimes it kind of goes off. I think the main thing is like, what's your brand? Like what 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 do you want to be seen as too as well? And like for me. Like, so my, my kind of brand, my style is like colorful, um, vibrant, like mm-hmm. sweet, like syrup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, kind of, kind of going away from that a little bit, but, um, yeah, that like, that's like, that's like my vibe, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, I kind of, I put that in the cover. If you saw like my album covers, like with purple, mm-hmm. like different colors and, um, like through that, I guess like the algorithm, I guess, like it, it kind of like, Oh, that people are listening to this let's like let's bump it up a little bit and i guess that's how it happened man like yeah we we hit up we hit up like some blog spots we hit up just some of our friends like i said like you just gotta tell your friends like yeah you know like they'll support you but sometimes you gotta just let them know again like hey uh hey i'm putting out something you guys want to listen to listen to it or something and uh with that like i like you were saying a while ago like how traction is like so fast and like um, one day you're popping, next day you're not. You know what I mean? Like our attention spans are like so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wanted to like catch on to that. So like with that, like I was selling merch, I was selling some CDs. I got Dope. people buying off of that as well. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, that's that's like the main thing. Like kind of just going off like the, I guess how record labels were doing it before. Like mm-hmm. bank on whatever that traction is and kind of build build from there. You know what I mean? So that's that's kind of what Hell I was yeah. doing. Do you ever get caught up in like comparing yourself to other like like stats or artists or whatever? Because sometimes that's like a struggle of mine. All the time, you know? bro. All I the time. Like- it's it's bad. It's it's bad, but um right, let's go let's go with the good. So it's yeah, it's yeah. good to see like, oh, where am I at right now? But then it's bad to say, why am I not there right now? Mm-hmm. But with that mindset, that makes you kind of work harder. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I yeah. kind of want to be there. How can I put that there? Yeah. And with that, you got to set goals. Like for me, like we were talking about it before, like, hey, maybe I want to do a single a month. Maybe I can grow in that sense. You know what I mean? And Let's try different stuff out. Try different stuff out. Like the, the some, it's not the same strategy for everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? What what you're doing is probably not the same thing that I, I'll, I'll probably be doing with like my strategies. Exactly. But I mean, you're just working, so I don't know. <laughs> we, we just do the podcast hey, that's it that's all we care about oh for sure for sure that's all we get way into this i'm just kidding yeah <laughs> oh but also i want to add too um something that that I, that's been on my mind as well is like how i guess to grow and to build a community is like sometimes you gotta 
get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Do things that will bring value to someone. You know what I mean? So if that means like, hey, let me let me hit up this one dude. Let me do like an artwork for you. Like, hey, I, I'm trying to, I'm learning this. I see your album art is kind of whack. Let me let me help you out with that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And boom, you know what I mean? You build a connection right there. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, let's do a little, let's do a little Instagram live for this performance thing. They don't have a bunch of followers, but hey, you never know who's in that room yep. or who's in yep. that live right there. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, um, who, um, who, who's doing uh, this other performance? Da, 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 da. You never know who knows who, who's in that room, who's in that chat yeah, chat room. Dude, one thing, the last thing we talked about on the last podcast um, was you never know what the power of one person can do in your life. Yeah. You never know if, like, you get on Instagram Live with somebody and there's somebody in that room that ends up changing your life but she didn't know it or one of, or there's a person in the room that can end up being like a diehard fan who buys everything that you do because yeah. they love that performance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you ne- exactly what you just said. Like you never know. Like you, you really can't, know. you got to strip away the ego, you know what I'm saying? And just be like, you know what? I'm here to do anything and everything. Cause I'm an artist and I want to spread my name as much as possible. Exactly. You know, that's what I mean. Like, Sometimes like oh uh, like I've I've felt this way I'm like oh they don't have X amount of followers for me mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. actually have value to that but it's yep. like you really don't know who's in there or yep. who knows who mm-hmm. like my mindset it's it's really bad because like our, we're always looking at numbers you know what I mean mm-hmm. like okay that that's good to a certain amount or it's good to a certain extent but like at a human level like you really like those numbers don't define like oh how do they feel about your music or yes. what what can i what can i really oh this is gonna ruin my image if i do yeah, this. yeah like, exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly i feel like we've all been there at certain yeah. times you know uh, you know i i told ryan because we've uh like every time he makes an instagram post or something we usually talk about it he'll be like hey I'm, like what do you think of this caption whatever and stuff and yeah the phrasing and just making sure it sounds good it's like should we put the period or the comma like <laughs> i think you're gonna lose 20 followers if you do the period might gain 10 if you do the comma like no you know what i'm saying we're not we're not that uh detailed with it but we um i i read in a book and i was telling him and you're reading the same book right now that when you write a caption or you say something to your 10,000 instagram followers you're writing it to 10,000 people but each person reads it one person at a time yeah each person takes it in their own way Dang. So yeah, and so and so that's that's kind of an important thing that like we we think about when we're like making Instagram posts or just talking to fans in general, giving a mass announcement. It's like how do I make this individualized to show that we do care? Because it's like, I mean, just the fact that he has like some diehard fans right now, like that's that's crazy, bro. He's only got like thirty five hundred followers or whatever on Instagram or this many listeners, but it's like, dude, the fact that we've got like a couple diehards, like blows my mind i love it and so every time we're trying to talk to our community i tell myself and i think other people should do this too like people listening and stuff like that you know Mm -hmm. it's like if you're gonna try to talk to your community you got to remember your people are listening one person at a time so how can you make it individualized yeah Yeah. and another big point from that book was like changing the frame of how you're presenting the music too because i used to think like oh like my new single is out go stream my new song like this is my project Uh please listen to my song like do it for me exactly (laughs) my shit but you you put me onto it first like let's take out the i the my's the the me's all that stuff in the captions and shit and make it about them add value to them because for a long time i thought like oh like it's kind of a selfish thing for me to like put out music and like try to get people to listen to it like who am i to like you know what i'm saying but but then i really thought about it and it's like dude music is like valuable to people like 
entertainment. It's entertainment. Like if you frame it that way too, like yo, here's some new music for you. Like this is this is for you. Then I feel like the listener hears it in a different mindset, and it's less about like I'm trying to I'm gonna do you a favor, and more of like oh I'm getting some value out of this, and that changes the whole shit, you know. Bro, y'all are dropping gems for me, just just <laughs> for me, for my mind right now. I gotta go. <laughs> He's gonna be looking through our Instagram posts. I know, like, I'm like, oh, that's what they, that was the phrase. Oh, is know? that is that the period right there? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. the right yeah, emoji. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's 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 good though. Like I never really looked at it like the way I look at it is like. Oh damn! I got like what thousand. So I'm talking to a thousand right now, uh, but uh-huh. dang, one person at a time. Yeah. That's crazy. That's I yeah. never looked at it like that. That's yeah. that's fire. That's <laughs> fire right there. And that's how it's gonna be for the rest of our lives. You know, as as you build this career, as he builds this career and stuff, that's that's how it's gonna be. You're making a statement that the masses read individually, and so and especially because, but it's it's almost become easier because as more artists go independent and there's more ability for consumers to find an exact artist that they want you're you are now building a a pretty niche fan base like i was i was telling ryan in an episode like 30 years ago there were just the 20 30 bands that they played on k-rock and klos and whatever that's who was huge because the main player was radio but now it's like all of those millions of bands in between that and artists in between that can now be discovered and they can each have their own niche fan base. So when you're talking to people and sending a message out and it's read individually and you ha- you have the mindset, oh, oh, people are reading it individually, you just need to always remember and keep in mind, sure, these people are going to read it individually, but one thing that helps me is we all share a common interest and that's that they love this music. So mm-hmm. like, how can you bank on that, you know? And it's not competitive. Like, I feel like people get into the to the music space like, oh, I'm, I'm competing against these other artists. Like, I'm competing. It's like, maybe you are for attention or whatever, but it's like, at the end of the day, like, you like people could be a fan of two people. No, for sure. two different people. So, you know, I listen to if, both of you guys. And if you yeah, collab... Exactly. Exactly. Cheat code right there. No, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying, too. Like, that's like what I've been learning, too. Um, ever since I met my homie Dom, his name's Wave... He goes by Wavelength. Uh-huh. I'm like shouting out like all the homies right now. Yeah, uh, put them on, put them on. No, that's why we got Shout 20 out. subscribers on YouTube, baby. Shout out AB and Wavelength. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, that's what I was telling him too. I'm like, dude, when you build that, when you build my, when I, I'm building my fan base. Yeah, and you're building yours. Yeah, and if you look at the numbers, we really don't have that amount similar. You know what I mean? But like when you like work together, when you do a little collab, like dude. That's like exponential numbers right there. Like exactly, win-win for everybody. It's yeah, you're you're both bringing value to each other. That's the, that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I've been learning. I'm like, dang, that's really crazy. Mm-hmm. What? T- tell me a little bit about your marketing team. That's badass, bro. You got you got a couple people on that team that just like. Do you have conversations like this where you guys sit down and you're like, how do we tap in to these people? Yes, yeah. yes. So we kind of mostly had that like when we first met. Um, we kind of just have like like a weekly thing mm-hmm. sometimes um but yeah like they found <laughs> they found me through like some zoom zoom performance they said they saw me at that performance that i did at school that one time what yeah they go, to they go yeah they go to oh, fullerton right now that's cool that's so cool. yeah shout out itself and uh karen again but um yeah they, they saw me and they were like yo we we do this internship for like a few artists but we want to do it for someone that we actually know mm-hmm. and like can actually build from like sure okay yeah. you know what i mean that's what i mean like sometimes like 
I didn't know them, but like mm-hmm. sometimes just say yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. be okay with it. Yeah. Um, they're bringing value to you. You're bringing value to them in a sense. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. like, sure. Yeah, please help me. <laughs> How long have you been working with them? Dude, August. Okay. Oh, That's, it's yeah. like yeah. new. And then like we got a bunch of traction and all that. Like That's they, they really were the ones like behind like my press release, my electronic press kit mm-hmm. on my website and all that and yeah like sometimes like i said like i tell them now, i'm like hey be honest like if i sucked all right but yeah i'm like get let me know what i could do better or if anything like um uh, i always still tell them like oh how w- what kind of campaigns or strategies can we do to like kind of grow our thing or like what's our target market because like their background is like marketing and like pub um like press and all that stuff mm-hmm. so i'm like yeah, let me let me learn from you and we can learn from each other and stuff like oh, yeah, that. Bro. So you're always learning. Like I said, you're always constantly learning and that's what I like to do. As yeah, well. man. That's amazing. That's that is some straight entrepreneurship right there, bro. Mm-hmm. It's it's you guys getting together. Hey, I don't know if we're the the main component of entrepreneurship, and this is what I learned. I, I that's what I majored in at school. Yeah. So I majored in entrepreneurship, and the number one thing I remember, entrepreneurship, my favorite definition, the undertaking of a new venture under conditions of extreme uncertainty. So if you take something on like Itzel and Karen Karen meeting up with you, it's risky. They don't know if they're going to make money. You don't know if you're going to make money. They don't know if it's if it's going to be something that they didn't want to end up doing whatever, but that's what entrepreneurship is. Mm-hmm. And if you can't handle that, you're not going to make it. But you guys handled it perfectly and you're saying, hey, how can we overcome these obstacles? How can we provide value to each other and leverage each other's own skills and strengths? And that's the crucial part of a team. And dude, like you you got to hire your weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm... I consider myself to be a great marketer and manager and salesperson, mm-hmm. but but when it comes to like creative direction, I'm not huge on that. Mm-hmm. That's where Sticks comes in and he fucking murders it. Shout yeah. out Sticks. Yeah, no, real <laughs> shout out Sticks. And then it's like the same with like the, you know, Joseph, our video guy and Isaac and these other guys we work with and same with him. Like each person has their own skills and it's like, number one, you can't do it all. Yeah. And yes. You can't do it all. That's and number two, you got to accept that people can do things better than you. Like, like Sticks and Ryan are, are just better, way better than me at seeing a picture and going, ah, that's not it. <laughs> that, they're, they're just better. That's how it is, you know? So it's like you, you kind of got to accept that. And that's like the, the you got to fail forward and fail fast. That's that's the quickness with it. So it's like if um, Itzel and Karen can tell you like, this is failing like it, but you never would have known that if you didn't take that risk and like meet up with them, you know, it's so. literally treating like the artistry as like, you're like a product, like, like you're like, you're a startup business, literally like yeah. strip away the music. You and really stuff. do got to look like at a product. Like yeah. how, how do normal businesses like function? Yeah. Like they, they fail they, forward, they, they fail they fast <laughs> and they push it out. It's like, you know, you got to take away the, the feelings side of it too. Sometimes but through the music, you know, mm-hmm. yo, I really like what you said about like, you got to know what you're not good at. And that's how you like, like I said, you gotta you gotta put the crap out first. You know what I mean? Yep. And with with them, like, like I'm I'm good with more like the artistic side, but I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's such a that's such a hassle to do the business stuff. That's why you have like Jacob for all that yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I, for me at least, I, I feel like I'm good with like the business stuff yeah. and the artistry. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, dude, I, I don't know how to like put this like out like press wise or like mm-hmm. hit up those blog spots or like grow from their make a press release or something. Mm-hmm. And that's where they're exactly they're good at. You know what I mean? Yeah. And shout out to my homie Dylan, uh, uh, my other homie that does mixing and stuff. Uh-huh. I was like, man, 
my mixing sucks. I need to find someone <laughs> that can help yeah. me out with that. And that's what my homie Eric did on my first project, parts of my fir- uh, second one as well. But then I was like, man, let me let me just try something new. Let me let me kind of just like let me elevate. Yeah. Let me elevate like what the sound is as well. And and that's what my my homie Dylan did as well. Shout out Dylan Doug Doug in San Diego. <laughs> he he mixes masters everything, engineers it too, like retracts you out and all that or or what? Um he he like produces and mixes, but like, oh, actually, yeah, like he produced and mixed like my some of my stuff. It was it was wow. crazy. Yeah, he's crazy, man. That's awesome. Like he bro. brought his own little flavor to it too. You know, oh, that's how dope. What did you say? What was that entrepreneurship thing? The definition. The definition of entrepreneurship is the undertaking of a new venture under conditions of extreme uncertainty. Okay, I like that. Write it down, baby. Write it down. <laughs> Tattoo that shit on your lower back. I already have mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Matching? <laughs> oh my, I got the same one. Mine's in the shape of a butterfly. Um, <laughs> man. Man, that's dope. What What do you want out of music? Do you? I mean, and and hey, go off, dude. Like, if you want to yeah. get a f- play fucking stadiums for the rest of your life, and you're trying to like like do some Bieber type shit, like, uh-huh. dude, tell us. Tell our, our that's what our audience loves. Like, we're out here. Yeah. Every you know, everyone listening has like that success, like that success mindset that we were talking about. And we all we all share that similar kind of desire and that passion and everything. So what what. Or, or is it something more of like you get a personal fulfillment out of it? Because to me, that's that's the same shit. Like if you if you don't if you tour the world, but you're not getting personal fulfillment out of it, it's just kind of like it's kind of hollow. But if you're if you're playing local shows and you're just kind of putting music out with your friends, but you it, it drives you and it's fucking amazing, that's gonna be better than the stadiums all day. Yeah. What 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 do you want out of it? Yeah, I guess I could put it in one to th- uh, like three things. It's not gonna be in any particular sure, order. Sure. But, like, I guess one of them would be, I just want to put some good music out there. You know what I mean? There's a lot of uh, mediocrity, mediocre stuff out there. Yeah. Um, and I think I heard Levin Cali say I, heard, I think I heard Levin Cali say this, and I, heard, I think I heard you say it on one of the podcasts. Like, just timeless music. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. something I can listen to, like, 10 years, 20 years from now. And still be like, damn, that's a banger, dude. Like, like it, was, it wasn't just trendy. No, for sure. Yeah. Like, I listened to freaking Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson. I'm like, dude, oh, yeah. that still holds up, right? Like, I listen to that all the time. You know what I mean? And like, that like touches my soul. That touches me yeah, in my heart, bro. And I guess that's like a, another thing. Like, I want, I want it to, I want you to feel something as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I guess like that's not exactly what my music is right now, but. I would I would want I would want that like oh shoot I I relate to that I understood his story I, I knew what he was talking about in this stanza or this verse or something mm-hmm. and yeah man like that's that's music really like touches you you know what I mean it's crazy like even yeah. rock music like bro I want to punch someone in the face you know what I'm saying but uh, oh shoot <laughs> but yeah that's like one of the things I want to do like with music I want it to be time like I want to just make good music music yeah. that that touches the soul music that makes you feel something because like I listen to like Mac Ayers Devin Morrison they're like not super big but like big in the R&B community and their music like every time I listen I'm like man that's so groovy like yeah bro makes me like like okay if you guys can't see me I'm like I'm like rocking with my hands <laughs> on my, across my chest but um 
yeah, like their music just is so dope to me. And I'm like, I want to emulate that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Anderson Pac, he makes you feel groovy, but he also makes you feel like, man, I want to like run through a wall too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I guess too, I want to, I just want to, I kind of want to just build like, yeah, build a community. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do with music. I want to build something not only for myself, but like that, that helps other people as well. You know what I mean? Like, um, like, oh, if this artist needs some artwork, hey, I know this guy. Let me help you out with that. You know what I mean? Because, like, music and, like, art, it's not just all in one. You know, like, music, it's not just music. You know what I mean? Music encompasses, like, people that do artwork, people that do videography, people that dancing. do photography, yeah. dancing, um, people that do, like, freaking light shows or, like, light lighting. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, those types of light shows, like, <laughs> with the hands. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, man, that's what I want to do with music, man. I just want to make music that's timeless, makes you feel something. and You make just it, want to be immersed in it, huh? Yeah, I want to make it my job, man. Like, full-time job. Are you are you pretty, like, um, like, like, like a goals kind of guy? Like, I want to hit this target, or are you kind of just like, let's just see what happens, like, go with the flow type vibe? Yeah, so I've kind of, I'm on that right now, but I'm trying to do the goals thing now. Because, okay. like, when you don't have, like, when you don't have a goal or a certain thing you're reaching... Like even like that's like low on the tier. Like let me just reach that for now, and then let me let me go from there and set a new goal. Mm-hmm. There's like nothing to reach. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like when you're just kind of going with it, yeah. that's what I've where I've been. Um, you don't you kind of just like oh let me let me do music when I kind of feel like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's why I like in the mindset of like oh let me do a song a month. All right, I gotta be doing X amount, um, making music this day. You know what I mean? Because that 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 kind of helps you build those. Um, what's the word? <laughs> uh, habits habits there you go yeah. it helps you build those habits like man i know how to do this because i already did that last week you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that's what i want to do man oh yeah dude that's amazing that's amazing my guy hey man i appreciate the conversation bro i think it i think it was really valuable for you to come on here and tell everyone the importance of a community man because that's like i said i feel like that's something that's overlooked and i mean that that applies to any industry like you're gonna have customers fans and audience whatever you want to call it in any industry and if there's anything that you want to do to get yourself into a different place in life it's gonna take other people i told ryan on the last podcast we work in a people business Mm -hmm. we don't we don't work in um you know like uh robots we're, yeah we're not we're not serv- fixing robots and <laughs> shit like that like like even even pa- beyond the music we work in a people-based industry where relationships with record labels everything and the fans is like crucial mm-hmm. so yeah man i appreciate you coming on and um where can people find you at bro instagram myspace snapchat what's the deal tumblr uh, <laughs> Tumblr. Uh, you can add me on my MySpace. No. <laughs> uh, you can find me at um, my main website has like all the links and all that. Benzeruy, B E N Z E R U Y dot com. You can find me there, but you can find me on Instagram, Benzeruy, B E N Z E R U Y. Um, same handle for like everything TikTok and all that. I don't make TikToks that much, but uh, you can find me on there as well. <laughs> but yeah, um, and also find my um, art form 626 on my website as well. Um, just gotta click through my mm-hmm. website. Um, that's where I kind of showcase artists from my area, um, and hinted talents and all but that. But you, you go by just Benzer for your artist name, right? I just go by Benzer for my artist name. Uh, yeah, Benzer.com. Uh, okay. like, I saw on Spotify though. It's like Benzer. So. Yeah, yeah. So Apple Music, Spotify, all that is Benzer. 
Apple Music, Spotify, um, Deezer. Like, there's like some Chinese. Deezer. Deezer yeah. uh, Nap, Napster, <laughs> Napster, Tidal, all that. Yeah, all that, yeah. man. So, yeah, dope, you can find me dope. on that. I appreciate it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, hit us up. Send us stuff. Uh, if there's anything you want to hear on the podcast, send me a DM at J-A-C-X-B-M-O-O-R-E at Ryan Ramirez Official. Hit us up. Tell us about it. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We don't advertise. We don't do any of that shit. You get in here, cut and dry, and we give you the fucking truth on here. And we give you the type of shit that we hope motivates you and makes you the best version of yourself. So leave us a review. Hit us up. And that was episode 23. What's in your mind for you and for I? I'm trying to decide when the look in your eyes, yeah, yeah I mean besides, but your feelings inside you I'm pushing up my mind and my spirit, babe